0: Welcome to the Cub Nation Station, your weekly source for news and happenings across Brenham ISD, the first public school district in Texas. We've been leading the way in public education since 1875, and we invite you to join us each Wednesday as staff members and students share what's happening across our district. Today is a great day to be a Cub. Good morning and welcome back to the Brenham ISD Today Show, where it's always a great day to be a Cub. I'm your host, Jessica Johnston, and our guest today is Brenham High School Principal Joe Chandler. Thanks for being here, Joe.
1: Thanks for having me today. It's an honor to be here.
0: So a lot has happened over the last few months, and although our facilities are closed, we're all very much hard at work still. So bring us up to speed a little bit with what you and your staff have been doing at Brenham High School since we ceased normal school operations.
1: You know, I think... I would equate this to being like in a hurricane, a three-month hurricane, to be honest with you. Um, I think it's one of those things where you see the storm coming, you hunker down, you 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 get into the smallest room in your house and you, you're kind of there for a while. Um, and then you're assessing the damage as the hurricane kind of goes through, you're making adjustments, you're trying to communicate through. And at this point, the hurricane just passed. Um, and i think the staff and myself we've had meetings each and every week to assess the damage um, some of the things we're considering are, uh, we're considering all students from our top all the way down to our kids that really struggle um, and what are those needs and how are we meeting those needs that's the hurricane piece of it um, at this point it's what i tell the staff is we're getting ready to move into recovery mode right now where we're going to pick up the pieces we're going to see where kids are And we're going to have to make a lot of adjustments Um, because at this point in time, as I tell staff, every student now needs an intervention. From your number one student that's the top of their class, like I say, to the child that's struggling, everybody's going to need an intervention at some point. So I think it's where we're making adjustments on the curriculum side of things. We're we're going to do due diligence to things like vertical planning, horizontal planning. Um, We're going to do adjustments to um, how we scaffold information in. A couple models I'm proposing possibly would be like a 20-30 model, where 20 minutes throughout a class period may be devoted to scaffolding information that we should have covered before while we were in cancellation mode. And then the 30 minutes is really going to be devoted to uh, new curriculum, because you can't divorce yourself of either one. So it's going to be a lot of adjustments, and not to mention also the importance of that social emotional learning piece that I'm preparing staff for. Because we all have to kind of internalize what we've just gone through um, as adults. And then we have to be prepared to help students internalize what they've gone through. Um, so that's kind of what we've been working on. It's been a process and it will continue to be for the next three to four years.
0: I think we're all we're all prepared for that. Um, so I know everyone was really happy to hear that we're able to recognize our honor graduates and scholarship recipients in person. So tell us about the scholarship ceremony that's happening on June 1st.
1: You know, we're so excited in, that we that we can pull this off. It will be June the 1st at 8 o'clock at Cub Stadium, which is a little bit different. Um, and I think with the recommendations that Governor Abbott gave us, we really need to make adjustments to that, we really couldn't do that in the auditorium. And um, uh, the leadership team decided l- let's think about putting this outdoors at the stadium. We're gonna put it at 8 o'clock at night because as you know, June, the, the temperature turns up. We're in summertime now. So that will, that will make better conditions in the evening. we will make for better conditions in the evening. So um, our hope is that we're able to recognize the kids that they can come out. We'll practice that social distancing. Mask and gloves will be available for our kiddos. Uh, they'll be spread out in the field. Um, and uh, it, it really, my whole point is it's a great way to bring closure and also recognize the hard work that these kids have done and, and also recognize their donors. Uh, for the support that they give the community and our kids each and every year and I'm thrilled that we can pull this off
0: That's awesome Even more exciting is our announcement that we will indeed have an in-person graduation ceremony to celebrate our 2020 graduating seniors. I know that that was there was a lot of consternation surrounding that that situation So what do our students parents and the community need to know about our graduation event?
1: I think first off you said is We're gonna have a graduation event Um, And I think everybody realizes this too. Um, It won't look the same as it normally would on a typical graduation Saturday night. So we're going to practice social distancing in the stands for for our families. We're going to limit the number of tickets for our families uh, to four per student. Um, And and that's something that we we just have to do kind of outlined by our governor. and I think I think everybody realizes that. And like I say, it's, it's a matter of sacrificing or compromising some things in order to, to celebrate our kids. And I appreciate the support of the community in that process. Um, so you may be asking how we're going to get those tickets. On uh, June 3rd, um, from 530 to 830, we'll be uh, passing those tickets out in kind of a celebration mode. Kind of very much like the caps and gowns where, where kids didn't get out of the cars, but they kind of drive up. We'll check names off. Um, And we'll get those tickets to you along with maybe some special gifts that we're trying to work on. Can't promise that, though.
0: (laughs) Well, and if you're listening and you're curious about the details surrounding that graduation event and what it might look like for you as an attendee, please visit the Brenham ISD website at brenhamisd.net or the Brenham High School website for all of those details. So I know that the staff and students at Brenham High School were parents as well. We're hoping to hold PROM at the end of this month, but in order to comply with the governor's orders, that event has, again, been postponed. So what can you tell us about PROM moving forward?
1: Really, I think the the most realistic thing we could look towards is really July. Um, a lot has changed from a week ago, and, and a lot's changed from a month ago. So... Um, I think the governor's plan is point on. It's it's level headed. It deals with data. It's looking at opening the economy and opening things up slowly. And my hope is by pushing it back that far, um, that restrictions have lifted, um, and that we can deal with the cases of COVID that does that do arise. We we can deal with those in, a, in 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 a in a safe manner. But again, I think my hope is is that by by that time we we can pull that off. Um, I'm not sure how that will look yet, but I think the more we delay that towards July, the better opportunity we have to pull that off for our seniors.
0: Absolutely. So I know that the class of 2020 is special to you near and dear to your heart because they were freshmen when you began your tenure as the principal at Burnham High School. What message do you have for these seniors as they enter the next chapter of their lives?
1: And, and, and thank you for bringing that up. I mean, that's um, our first day in high school, we were together. Um, so I remember that day very clearly even though I've been a principal before you always still have that nervousness of coming into a new district into a new school I I didn't know the kids and the kids didn't know me so uh, there was a lot of uncertainty that first day for me and for those freshmen that were walking into the building Um, but it's been an honor to watch them grow up to be the the young people they are today I'm very proud of them And, and I think in many ways with this generation I think they're chosen um, I think they've been given a special burden, uh, for lack of a better way to say that. Um, they've been chosen. They they get to carry this burden. They're going to take the lessons uh, that that have occurred, the good things, and the things that are negative, and they're going to grow upon those. They're going to lead us through whatever society will look like on the other side of this, in five years, in ten years. 30, 40 years down the road, they're gonna take these lessons that their parents and their grandparents have failed upon or have, have capitalized on and grow those into opportunities. So my message is this, is continue to learn to be resilient. Continue to learn, to, to, to learn from mistakes and to grow and to be open-minded. Um, so I, I think they are chosen. I think they are special. Uh, As all of my classes have been here at Brenham High School, they're all special. I'm very proud of each and every single one of them. Uh, And my message is simple. Be resilient.
0: Yep. And don't forget, once a cub, always a cub. Amen to that. (laughs) Well, Joe, thank you for being with us today. Thanks to all of you for tuning in. We are signing off for the year, and I am signing off forever. (laughs) Moving on to a new... Um, opportunity outside of the education world, but it has certainly been my pleasure and honor to serve in Brenham ISD. We will remain in this community, so I hope that our paths will cross again, and I certainly wish all of you a safe and happy summer break.